0: Welcome to Christ Church.
1: The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa,
0: Oklahoma. Enjoy. The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel basket, but but on the lampstand. And it gives light to all in the house. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in Thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. The gospel passage we heard just a few moments ago from uh, Deacon Bill is a continuation of Jesus's teaching on the Sermon of the on the Mount. So Jesus has been baptized. Jesus has proclaimed that the kingdom of God has come near. Jesus has been sent into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. And then the spirit drives Jesus into the world which he gathers disciples and he begins to teach them. He tells them that the kingdom that they are a part of, the inaugural kingdom that that he is proclaiming is different than the kingdom of the world in which they are used to. He tells them in God's kingdom, blessed are the poor, For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the pure in heart, they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, they will be children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you when people revile and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil on my account. In the world of Jesus' time, those who were comfortable, those who were not mourning, those who were assured of themselves, those who were strong, they were the ones who knew that God was on their side. It's the people who were broken and whose lives were falling apart. They must have done something to have deserved it. And Jesus tells them, not so in the kingdom of God. In God's kingdom, even the broken are remembered And are blessed. In these texts, Jesus is describing the ethics of the kingdom that he is proclaiming, and he is telling his disciples that you are to proclaim this kingdom too. Those of us who are hearing these words, we too need to hear the gospel that those who are broken and forgotten are not forgotten by God. He says, if you want to know what the world is like when God is in charge, it's like when God blesses the poor in the spirit. It is like when God blesses the meek. It is like when God blesses the merciful. It is like when God blesses those who have been persecuted. These aren't just simply things for us to strive to or to strive for. This is how things are. Stanley Hauerwas says that if Jesus is not the son of God, then these are just simply things for us to try to get on our own accord. But because Jesus is proclaiming a kingdom that he embodies because he is God's son, this is the reality. Now, I know I'm not like you all. I have a hard time doing those things. I know y'all got it all together. And it's not a challenge for you, but I, but I struggle with this. And this is one of the beauties of community, is that God calls us together in community because there are times and there are things that I cannot do. I am not always poor in spirit. I am not always mourning. I am not always meeking, meek. I am not always hungering and thirsting for righteousness. But when the demands are too great, we become dependent upon one another and on God. In a few moments, we are baptizing Anthony into the body of Christ because Anthony is taking on part of this as his ministry. When we can't, Anthony can't. When Anthony can't, we can And ultimately, we can be assured, as Fred Craddock says, that God alone is the one who is pure and true and loving. And so when all of us can't, at least we know that God can. When we fail to live to the ethical demands of the Sermon on the Mount, we are reminded that the sum is greater than the parts, or as our prayer in the prayer book says, regard not our sins, but the faith of your church. Matthew has this deep emphasis upon discipleship and he wants us to understand and to get how important this discipleship is. And he goes so far as to give us the fine print. He tells us that being a disciple of Jesus is like being a sheep who was sent among wolves. Being a disciple of Jesus is like one who was persecuted and reviled. But Jesus says, blessed are you. Persecution is not an excuse for us to shirk from our calling. It is the moment in which we have to turn to God and trust that God is in charge. We'll be okay. Yesterday at the Eagle Scout ceremony... Jeremy was telling the story about his son who was made Eagle Scout. And I think it was his first camp out who didn't want to carry a backpack, didn't want to put a tin up. He couldn't do it or didn't want to do it. And so it's things that takes time to develop. It doesn't happen overnight. Discipleship is something that we have to work on. And though that is true, Jesus tells us that today, right now, we are salt and light. Salt and light is not something that we become after we've completed the 90-day salt training program. Light, you don't just become light because you have now gone through the three-month intensive study about the Jebusites and the Hittites in the Old Testament. And now that I can tell you everything you want to know about the Hittites, I am finally light to the world. (laughs) Hauerwas says that the present nature of the kingdom is this. You are salt. You are light. Not that you become salt and light, but it is the definition of who you are now. And the question Jesus has is, what are you going to do with the light that you have? A lot of times it seems like the tendency is to sit there and put a bushel or a basket over the light, right? The light's ineffective. Amy Auden says that it's not in this text that people that snuff out the light, it's that they cover the light so it becomes useless. My dog often wakes me up about 2.30 in the morning to go outside and I go and I turn off the alarm and we have this bright 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 screen in our bedroom and the two minutes that it takes for the alarm to fully arm that I can then go and turn off the light sometimes is just too long at two thirty in the morning and it is far easier to take a piece of paper or a book and just cover the screen so I can go back into bed How often are we like that in our own discipleship? It's just easy to cover it than to actually be the disciple. And here's the thing is I am not saying that to shame you, but in those moments is when we need God ever more. There's some really good news in the gospel today. It says that, that, um, you know, those who are least in the kingdom are still in the kingdom, right? It doesn't matter if you're a bad disciple, you're still in the kingdom. I wonder if sometimes, in order to stop from having to take the bushel off of our light, we go and we try to keep Jesus at bay so that his revolutionary teaching and the proclamation of the power of his resurrection and the coming of the Holy Spirit stays away from us so we don't have to quite be a disciple fully yet. We don't want Jesus meddling with our ideas or our fixed notions of how the world works. So we just keep them at bay. That's not what the gospel tells us. The gospel says that we are to be enlivened by the Holy Spirit, that we are to be sent into the world, that we are to proclaim the otherness of this kingdom that we are baptized into. Kingdom that we are getting ready to baptize Anthony as a part of. When we fail to do the work of the disciple, have no shame. It's just an invitation to start again. Each day, each moment, each minute, each second is an invitation to take the bushel off of our light so that people will see it and give glory to God our Father. Amen.